Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, No Shave Man Cave fans, we are here in the Man Cave going to do our weekly recap for the week. It's me, Jay Tilly. And Ellie Jair. Jair, we're going to hit it off with Raw. Uh, so what do you think about Raw this week, man? I I know I watched it because I got to see Cody four different times, which I always enjoy seeing Cody because he's, uh, he's the most over um, act on Monday night. And then, you know, obviously you have the bloodline going on. So I figured there'd be some kind of a meshing involved. But I I enjoyed Monday Night Raw, but things that stand out the most were the promos and then Finn Balor and the match with Cody Rhodes. So those were the two things that hung out the most for me. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I uh, watched it. I enjoyed the Cody promo. It was a very Cody promo. Thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I loved the little back and forth with him, Finn Balor. Uh, I liked Rhea Ripley coming out and no games, just saying, hey, I'm going right after Charlotte. But that's about it. Like, I was expecting a little more follow-up. Uh, I did not like the fact that they're kind of just pencil-whipping Elimination Chamber for the women. So, oh, you're in the Final Four, you're automatically in, but yet the men have to fight their way in. Didn't necessarily think that was fair. I felt like it was a way to get out of taking some of this and not having them on the show. I didn't feel like there was any story. So I felt like it was, if for the road to WrestleMania, I just thought it was a very boring Raw. The only story you almost got was the fact that Cody mentioned Roman Reigns, but the Judgment Day entered. So, are we setting up Edge, Rey Mysterio, and Cody versus the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber? So, does that mean Judgment Day won't be in the Elimination Chamber? I just, that's how, I just felt like there was nothing added. And I, I feel like the Bloodline thing, which, by the way, I think is probably one of the best storylines that WWE has done in... As long as I remember, probably all the way back to the Attitude Era. I love it. I think everything's great about it. But I feel like without that, there's not much going on in WWE. And I feel like the response to Sammy during the Royal Rumble exploded so loudly and so much that 
it almost like I almost feel like maybe they had to pivot. And instead of just going right into, I, I don't know, I just, it felt disjointed. Right. Yeah. It felt like the way they were building it, you knew or you know that they want to put Cody on for Elimination Chamber, even though he doesn't have to because he's got his um, guaranteed match at WrestleMania, whether it's night one or two, whether it's with Sammy, not Sammy. Hopefully they don't do a three-way because that's like my biggest fear that yep. they're going to they're gonna cheap off the Royal Rumble win, just a huge pop in the following that Sami Zayn has. With the women, you got the top four. You can't even give them two matches or, you know, something. Instead, they throw them in a four-way um, elimination match, which just kind of seemed, you know, kind of uh, an afterthought maybe. I Like you said, you know, it was, it was missed almost like the director and producers weren't there for the writing of the show. They just had a bunch of, you know, throwing words on a, on a index card for the wrestlers while they were in gorilla. So hopefully, hopefully it, it settles down and can get, we can get to an awesome elimination chamber in Montreal. So you got to know that the stories are going to be awesome. And uh, we'll see what, what ends up coming out of, out of that. And like you said, the Rhea Ripley, I'm going straight for you, Charlotte. Great story. It's a new Rhea. I feel like it's a new Charlotte, and it's it's going to be a great, great, great match. So speaking of Charlotte, and I guess we'll jump ahead to SmackDown a little bit. Might as well do WWE together. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the new Charlotte run? Because I, I like Charlotte, the first run, or all the runs of it. I just feel like them trying to push her as a baby face is not working. I, I feel like... I, I can't even pinpoint it. Like, she looks a little different, and I don't know if it's makeup or her body, if she changed her workout or whatever, so she looks different. But even in the ring, she looks different. She doesn't seem to be as crisp. And the matches I've noticed when she's been back are just not as clean. Uh, you look back at her previous runs, and she's really good. She knows what she's doing. And I don't know if maybe she was injured and it's coming back from this injury or if there's ring rust, which we're, what, three weeks into her being back now? I just I don't see it in her anymore. Not that I don't think she can't recover, and I think she will. I think the key is going to be to turn her heel because you know Rhea Ripley is going to get a massive babyface pop. Uh, even though she's in the Judgment Day, the fans love her. Almost like the Sammy thing. Like, even though he's in the bloodline, they love him. And yeah. I, I just show I'm not feeling this, this, this fake smile, Charlotte. Now, that could also all be part of the character. It could be she's trying to pretend she's a babyface and is going to do something really heelish in turn. I could see that. But I just feel like they need to do a little something with it because I just feel like it's it's there. But she just even her ring work, I just don't feel it as crisp. Yeah, I'm, yeah, good point. You know, maybe she is injured. Maybe you know one of the things that she one of the knocks on her from back in the day was she worked down to her opponents instead of bringing them up to her. And really, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Sonya Deville isn't known for her ring prowess and she's you know had a couple of three-star matches maybe when she with um you know the desire and fire or whatever it was um mandy rose but i think i think charlotte will come into her own um you know whatever happens with the title i don't think she leaves wrestlemania champion and that's going to be a good story you can't have two heels or two baby well you could have two baby faces but do you want to have two heels, locking horns? So, you know, everybody loves Mommy Rhea, Rhea Ripley really owning that whole whole character. 
and you can't move Charlotte back and forth, brand superior, uh, supremacy affiliation, maybe a way to move her to um, another night for her to drop the title, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't read anywhere where it said that she was, now that she's back, I know if she got married, she did have to have something done with her nose and some other right. cosmetic stuff that... Uh, yeah, and, that and maybe... Maybe that's part of it. Maybe the no, I, I don't know. I don't want to guess because it's, it's medical stuff and all that, but it could be like maybe she doesn't have the cardio because she couldn't do her car. I don't know. It's just something seems off in her work. Yeah. Um, and she's been great. Uh, I may not have always liked the push they gave her, but I've always liked her ring work. I have been a fan of her, but I just, this, this latest run, I'm just like, something's just not clicking. Um, and maybe she doesn't have the right opponent. Maybe it's because she came in the way she beat Ronda really quick and now Ronda's out. I thought that whole story was weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But since we're talking WWE, we'll stick with uh, SmackDown, and then we can go over the AEW stuff. I hope uh, the fans don't mind we didn't go in order. You'll get over it. It's our show. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we like to just go with the flow. Um, but as far as uh, SmackDown, I don't remember any of it, except for the Bloodline stuff at the end. Exactly. Again, it comes back to the promos. You know, I'm a big story. I like what happens in the ring, the... The feeling each other out, you know, working from underneath, you get the the comeback, and then you get the ending, the crescendo. Yep. And um, I don't, I don't, nothing really stuck out on Friday, but when I got done watching it, I was like, oh, that was a good show, some good promos, and now you know what's going to go down in the elimination chamber, and you know the the character now that Sami Zayn is giving us. Oh, that I didn't. I didn't want anything from you. But now I do. I was yes, going to say, buddy. awesome, yeah, buddy, Good. sign me up. Yeah, that was that was so perfect. The the again, I ended the show going, man, that was cool. And then I had to think about it. I'm like, was it cool just because I liked the very end, or was the whole sh- whole show pretty good? And thinking back, I there wasn't any matches that stuck out in my head. Right. I did think it was odd that they're putting Natalia in the women's elimination chamber. That was an odd choice, but then again, it's in Canada. So I could see them doing it as the local hero. Right. I really thought Shayna Baszler was going to take that. Then you had the the, the tag team qualification, ma- or the, the finals of that tournament, Braun and Ricochet won, which is fine. The interesting twist in that, though, is going to be, are they going to put the belts on because of what's going on with Jay? So there are underlying things to go along with the Bloodline stuff. But when you watch the show, it's not like, so there's no hiding it. I'm a bigger AEW fan. I think AEW's story work, their long-time storytelling, their ability to con- to interlock stories, and you're watching one match, and something little happens in that match, and you realize, oh, wait, that's a callback to this. Oh, man, they're tying this all together. I just don't feel that with WWE. And I know you've been a WWE fan for a while, and you've kind of stuck with it, and it's funny because we kind of both, I lean more towards AEW, you lean more towards WWE. And I guess I was, I've been burned too much by WWE with like thinking there's going to be a story or long-term storytelling other than the bloodline. I cannot think of another story that has gone on. Maybe the Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey stuff. What was it? Three years ago, two years ago. Maybe that storyline was probably close to this because they, they did go back and forth. She busted her nose. She came back as the man and that was a great run. But the bloodline storyline, emotionally and everything, you know, we did our our podcast on what matches to watch to get somebody new in. If I wanted to get somebody new in right now, 
just to like show them what we talk about it as being a drama, I would tell them, watch the Sami Zayn bloodline thing. Even if you just want to start at the trial of Sami Zayn the Monday night before Raw, watch Royal Rumble. You're caught up and you are going to be invested because it's such a great story. Right. I don't necessarily buy that they had this planned out way, way, way ago. I think it's it's evolved. I think Triple H has done a really good job with this one. And I, I do. I was seeing it the other day. And I'm like, we talk about being a soap opera. That storyline itself is perfect. It's got the drama. The matter of fact, we haven't talked about Royal Rumble. I think we recorded a recap last time and didn't go back to talk about it. But the end of the Royal Rumble with, we all kind of knew what was going to happen. But the twist they threw at the end with Jey Uso walking out on the bloodline. Oh, chef's kiss. Bah. It was gorgeous. I couldn't believe it. I... I'm pretty good at reading the tea leaves. I'm pretty good at trying to map out stories, especially when it comes to WWE. I can kind of see where things are going. And I think that's why I like AEW so much is because I can predict, oh, they're going to do this, this, and this, or they're going to do this, this, and this. And then they completely throw a wrench in it and do something completely different. Right. And they're really good at that. Whereas WWE is usually very predictable. So-and-so is going to go and so-and-so, you know, who's going to win. And WWE, there's a lot of 50-50 booking. Yep. There's a lot of... Well, we want you to forget, you know, the, some of the the badassery that occurs with, you know, some of the some of the superstars. Dijak used to be a beast, and then they brought him to the main roster, and they called him T Bar. But we everybody wanted, you know, they wanted you to forget about it. Right. The build up. <clears throat> here's one of my first allegedly's <laughs> is allegedly Jay is not able to travel to Canada. Really? So is that because of the legal issues? So uh, there is a huge, huge thing. Now, the power of the WWE, are they able to grease some grease some palms and get them in and out? Um, with allegedly. The, with the, allegedly. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And then you had, at the end of the uh, Viking Raiders match, you had Sheamus and... The big guy come in, so oh, McIntyre. Oh, McIntyre comes in, so they're you know planting the seeds for that. So you have all kinds of stuff going on. So is that a way to get the titles off of the Usos? Does Jay make an appearance and lay out, or does um, Solo fill in just like they've done in the past? So it'll it'll be really really interesting. And you know, like you said, with uh, with that being in Canada, are they going to get some more hometown heroes? I am surprised that Natalia is going to be in the elimination chamber. Do I think she has a chance of winning, you know, with WWE and their affinity for doing some odd stuff in Montreal? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Oh, I don't see her winning, but maybe. I see Asuka, personally. I guess it'll depend on who that last spot is. Right. Um, I think they brought Asuka back with the new face paint. With Love the it. New, Love it. With the new attitude and the new creepiness. Yeah. Uh, I could see it being Asuka. Again, it'll also depend on who the last member is going to be. Uh, I'm going to throw a twist in here right now, though. So we were going to try to do a week and recap. We stuck with WWE. I say we stick with WWE and kind of predict where we think some of those are going. Yeah. Because we're already at about 16 minutes on this podcast. So why not just finish WWE and then we'll coordinate AEW one and we'll put it up as a different podcast. Let's go. Yeah. So it depends on that fourth slot. I think so predicting the future. And I like to do this. It's how I like the fantasy book. Like I, I said at the beginning, so I'm predicting Elimination Chamber, Edge, Rey Mysterio, and Cody versus the Judgment Day. Just because I think that's where they're they're going to lead to. It'll give Cody something to do between 
now and in through Elimination Chamber. Um, is there another pay-per-view after Elimination Chamber? Nope, it's uh, Elimination Chamber, and then we roll into WrestleMania. Really? There's nothing in March? All right, yeah, so since since Elimination Chamber is it, and it's rolling right into um, WrestleMania, I don't know. I, so you give you give Cody... You give him another spot in the cage. Yeah. You give Edge a chance to blow off um, the food with Judgment Day. See, I don't think it'll be the blow-off. I think they'll do this... I, I'm predicting a six-man tag, and then they'll do a blow-off match... Be- so maybe they're setting up Rhea versus Beth at the Chamber too, or do you do Rhea Ripley, Dominic, or let's just say the Judgment Day with Rhea versus Beth, Phoenix, Cody, and Edge, and leave Ray out because you're going to save the Ray versus Dominic pop until WrestleMania. Boom. So you do an intergender six man. Yep. I could see that, and that would probably be a decent match, and that gives. That gives something for Rhea to do until Elimination Chamber. So it's only three weeks away. And you could really heat Dominic up because he's going to be outside the cage. Yep. Trying to be that, uh, you know, if you look at the image that they're trying to portray um, Dominic as, he's he looks more and more like Eddie every day. Right. And they're purposely the, doing that. The mullet. Yep. The, the Vato He's got the bandanas button, now. He's got yep. it buttoned all the way up. The ex-con Dom, like. Oh man, yeah. I think uh, you know they'll build they they'll build some heat or some kind of simpy spin to make him even more of a heel, and um, and let Beth get her hands on Rhea, and then yeah. But then, so the only part with that is, do you have Beth pin Rhea? Because you don't want to pin them. So so Rhea goes over, or they end the match with Edge pinning Balor, let's say, right? Uh, or or Cody pinning. If Cody gets in it, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll do, I don't know. I'm just trying to connect it. And, and that's a hard part with WWE. Well, it's a hard part with AEW too, with WWE. I don't necessarily see it all. Yeah, I see. I see. I don't trust Cody. <laughs> I see Cody getting the pin because they want to make him look the strongest. Edge, you know, everybody loves Edge. So, you know, him just, be, him just being in Canada in the ring, he's only got a couple of more... Uh, matches on on his contract so do they him and uh him and beth go out on top yeah and yeah i think i think that's how that's gonna go they'll they'll protect Rhea, but still make her look strong so she won't take she won't take the pin so and they might not even do a three-way they could do they could do cody versus damian priest finn balor and beth versus uh Rhea and or i'm sorry finn balor and Rhea versus Edge and Beth as an intergender. And I like that because I guess it'll depend on how WWE feels about male females in the same time. Right. Because I can see both those women get in there and putting the, the beat down on the men. We've seen it. We've seen right. Rhea go after Edge. So that'll be interesting, an interesting tie on that. And then am I mistaking in the fact that there is no... So Elimination Chamber is for the U.S. title, right? Have they announced that they're not doing one other than that one? Are they even having a world championship number one contender elimination chamber match? Uh, they are having an elimination chamber match, and it's for the U.S. title, though. Right? Yeah, good point. So maybe, what if they do a title switch and put it on Sammy, and then you got Sammy and Cody at the at WrestleMania? Wow! And that frees Roman up for uh for the, the Rock or the Rock or whoever, or you free up. Roman to go against Jay. Oh my lord! Main event man Jay. Woo! That would be wow. Yeah. So food for thought. These. Yeah. See, this is stuff I like to talk about. Is I like to try to connect the dots. Right. I'm not a booker by any means. I would love to. Okay. Look, hey, 
I would love for Veterans Championship Wrestling, our parent company, to give me the pencil. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's something we can start up. Give me the pencil. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, a little curveball there. So we're not going to cover AEW. We're going to do that in a separate podcast. But, uh, yeah, we'll wrap that up for WWE covering SmackDown and Raw. Final thoughts. Love the bloodline. Love everything going on with the bloodline. Don't see much other stories. Cody just came back, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because I love Cody and I know what he's going to do. I'm sure there'll be a great story there. For now, I'm still kind of, we'll see. Absolutely, yeah. I think what's going to happen is uh, Cody will have some fun with Finn Balor. They'll mess around with some of the history with the Bullet Club, New Japan, Indies, that kind of thing. But until then, we will uh, we'll see what's good and what, what we can drag out of the Elimination Chamber. So, like uh, JT said, I'm Ellie Jair. Jay Tilly. Thanks for joining us here at the No Shave Man Cave, and we'll see you on the floor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.